Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of The Bop Pod. I'm your host, Alana Michelle Rubin, and with me today, I'm joined by a delightful guest. Her name is Kelly Quinn. She hosts a monthly show here in Queer at UCB, and she's campaigning fearlessly to be a barista on The L Word Reboot. Hi, Kelly. Hi. Thank you for having me. Thank <laughs> you for using please. the word fearless. Yeah, I, I think it is fearless. Uh, you know, <laughs> the, the the videos are perfect. You know, I, I would like to have a word with their casting team um but to to continue the campaign in you know despite all despite odds, despite the unfollows yes. every time i tweet about it thank mm-hmm. you i'm i think it's fearless and i'm gonna maybe i'll write your name in on the presidential ballot thank you know you who so knows much. that's next <laughs> yeah i think so it's the natural next time mm-hmm. <laughs> how's your morning going were you uh you live kind of close to me so yeah. were you listening to anything on the way here no okay i ran up because uh, it's pouring outside. Yes. Yeah, let's give the l- listeners yeah, a little yeah, atmosphere. It's a good day for podcasting. Mm-hmm. Thank you. It's very wet outside. I put on my galoshes and mm. I sort of trotted out because I was worried I was going to be late. Oh, yeah. Well, mm. I appreciate you wearing galoshes. My dad would love that. My dad loves galoshes. Okay. Hi, That's Mr. Rubin. <laughs> He's listening. He doesn't listen to anything. Oh. <laughs> no, but he would be. I'm going to tell him later. I'm going to a bat mitzvah. So. Oh, congrats. Yes. Who's? Thank you. Uh, my second cousin's daughter's. Okay. And I can't believe I got the invite. Yeah. So. Are you sort of expected to go no matter how tenuous the relationship? I think so. And I think the relationship is slightly tenuous. Like okay. we've, I don't really know what the, the situation is now, but my second cousin, I don't know if I, well, I'm going to talk about it anyway. She doesn't listen. Okay. My second cousin and my sister like were friends and then they weren't friends. Oh. And so I think they're going tonight too. My whole family's going and I haven't been to a bat mitzvah in ages really and I'm really excited yeah you know why I assumed you would have to because you're from the area and you f- feel like you have a big family yeah I think well there's my dad's side this podcast is not about yeah. me it's about Judaism and about it, yeah it's actually about Judaism and bar mitzvah music so yeah um well my dad's side is I only have two cousins they're two boys and they only just started having kids okay so my mom's entire side for the most part is in Israel so I don't really have a lot of family like in New York outside of my two sisters. Okay. And my nieces are just now like getting to the age of bat mitzvah. So I see. My first one will have hers in Israel also. Wow. Uh, and so there's not there hasn't been a lot of like family events like this. A lot of other families are big, but I I mean to actually bring it back to music, which is I think a, a very fortuitous connection. I like I loved going to bat mitzvahs when I was younger because of the music. Yeah. And, like it was the only place as a kid where you could dance freely outside of like the occasional basement party at someone's oh, house. that's so interesting yeah so i'm i'm you know it'll be interesting to experience it as an adult and also it was like my lifelong goal to uh be a bat mitzvah dancer uh or events dancer if you will doesn't that's have a higher profession you can go and yeah. like to yeah. get the dancing started at a party or yeah well at my bat mitzvah i think the dancers came with the dj package whoa so I guess like maybe he had freelance dancers on and deck. And they're doing like choreographed routines mm-hmm, or whoa. Mm-hmm. Not like anything too intricate, but like a way to pump up the crowd. And, oh and if God. you go to enough bat mitzvahs, like some of them, like you'll recognize familiar dancers. So oh my it was, God. It was very interesting. That's incredible. <laughs> Ugh, Catholicism really? is so fucking lame. <laughs> 
Well, there there's confirmations, right? Yeah, there's no dancing at there's any no of dancing. it. Catholics hate joy. That's so crazy. <laughs> well, you're welcome to come to any bat mitzvah that okay. I am invited to. I really might take you up on that. Um, so you, you weren't listening to anything today. What have you been listening to recently? Um, wow, that's a great question. I am one of the 10 people in the world who's not on Spotify. I use Apple <gasps> Music. I know. Can you believe it? It's truly because I'm 90 years old and I couldn't figure <laughs> out. I had like an issue with having initially signed up for Spotify when I was in college, like with Facebook. And then something about it wouldn't download to my iPhone like six years ago. And I was like, <laughs> OK, I'm never using this. So I use Apple Music and I just sort of save random shit to my phone Mm -hmm. so lately i've been listening to a lot of um that song love roller coaster love roller Roller coaster Coaster. oh my god that's like an old one sorry what yeah (laughs) it's really i have been listening to a lot of like old funk music because it's just what i've been in the mood for yeah a lot of like funkadelic parliament george clinton stuff that's really nice is there anything specific that like sparks that mood to listen to funk oh um i think it's good walking around music Mm -hmm. um yeah, I picture puts a little like, spring in your step. Yeah, like a really typically, I think I would picture a sunny day. Right. Okay. Yeah, it's good sunny day music. All right. And were you like raised with funk music no. in your household? You no, a hundred percent on it. You know, I was trying to think about this, and I think the first, the first time I have a conscious memory of having heard a funk song, is in the movie Good Burger. Oh my god! Do you god. remember that dance scene at the? Okay, so is there's a scene where somehow in an insane asylum. I don't know if that's what you're <laughs> allowed to, to call them anymore. Good burger. Linda Cardellini is in there. It was very sexually formative for me. Linda Cardellini is in the mental hospital. Keenan is like trying to break them out, and Kel starts a synchronized dance with all of the patients, including George Clinton, in a wig, and they they do like this crazy dance to not just knee deep that song is like (laughs) oh my goodness it's really great if you google good burger like (laughs) google uh, the dance dance, yeah it'll come up i'm actually literally writing it down because i feel like there are certain things that just like lodge lodge into your memory and so like i have a vague memory of the movie but like those specific scenes I don't remember and I am always mad at my memory for forgetting things like that because that's insane well I want to know what the context I know is I want to know so badly who pitched that oh I need like an, you know how the AV clip sometimes does oral histories yes. I need that for yeah. that scene I think oral histories are some of the like the best things in the entire world I yeah. love reading them I love knowing like secret details about things um, the other day I was watching a Hollywood roundtable uh, mm. video and like Jamie Foxx was talking about how it, when he would go to the comedy store when he was in LA like in the 80s or 90s he would see Adam Sandler perform and they like didn't know each other but oh, then wow. they're sitting at this table together and I don't know I, th- I love stuff like that yeah um, do you remember any like other scenes from movies that may have had like kind of moment maybe not even momentous but just like fun musical numbers that like really stand out to mm. you oh wow that's a great question you can think think on it yeah I need to think on it I'm gonna pop back mm-hmm. we'll revisit that okay I'm trying to, you know I remember like I remember a dance number from She's All That at prom where and and it really like informed 
<laughs> my like fantasies growing up because I would be like, you know, when I'm when I'm an adult and I go out to the clubs, I'm going to have a dance That's off that. with somebody. Yeah. Like we're and it's and people are going to be on my side and people are going to be on their side. Yeah. But like my the more side, people on my yeah, side, yeah. more people on my side. I'm going to look better. <laughs> I never got my uh, dance off at the club, but you're still young. Thank you. Thank yeah. you for saying that. I just celebrated a birthday. Um, you looked great. Thank you very much. <laughs> Again, this podcast is not about me. It is. <laughs> it's not. It's not. So I think like one of the uh, something that everybody should know about you is how much you love Missy Elliott. Mm, yes. Okay. Can we talk about her and like oh when gosh. you first listened to her and like, yeah. I don't know what she means to you. Wow, well, that's a great. Um, <clears throat> sorry, I'm sick. A great question. <laughs> Um, I think I first like uh, growing up, my parents were very concerned. My parents are like both Ronald Reagan Republicans. Mm -hmm. And I grew up in Virginia, which is also where Missy's from. And um, so I didn't listen to any hip hop or rap growing up until I had access to a car. And I know that you've talked about like, wow, when you can drive around and be on your own Mm -hmm. when you're in that stage of life, if you're in a place where cars are part of the culture. Yeah. It's like such a huge thing for independence and finding your voice. And that for me was like big time when Missy came out. Cause my parents, uh, I feel like I grew up listening to a lot of like Jimmy Buffett and Carly Simon and like, wh- like white artists for the mm-hmm. most part. Um, and so anything with like swearing or like anything, even I think with too much swagger, they were like, no, no, no. Yeah. Um, which I think, you know, I'll call my parents racist on a podcast, but there's some stuff there. So, <laughs> hey, I, I can relate. So. And they fully won't listen. So I think, uh, yeah, when I had my own car was when I really started listening to music that I was like, oh, shit. Um, and a lot of that, honestly, I think a lot of how I identified in high school was like as an athlete and mm-hmm. as a, a competitor. And I still think that about myself in like my performance style, like before shows, I always listen to Missy because I think the bravado and uh like the beat making in her songs is so uh like inspiring and yeah um I think engineered to make you feel like good and hype and stuff Mm -hmm. yeah and it can like Um, launch you into yeah really into a good place I listen to um bomb intro or like pass the dutch Mm -hmm. like before most shows that I perform in and that song is so old so old but those claps like they're just certain parts of her songs that like I think what I like about her is that even though a lot of those songs are older now, like they don't feel old. Yeah. They still sound very modern. The production it's is still, so intricate. It's so intricate. And there's a lot of like details that I think less skilled producers just wouldn't have, they wouldn't have been like, oh, it's important to layer that in there. Yeah. And I don't know it a lot about music making, but I, I so I don't know all the right words, but. Um, well, I think like every, maybe not decade, but every like period in time or whatever that's a bad way to describe it but like there's there are always trends like now like trap is a huge trend yeah. and back then i don't i don't think i was like cognizant enough to know what the exact trend was but like it there's nothing that like is especially like trendy about her music that would make it so that you're like okay this definitely came out at this time right like that stuff could come out right now because she doesn't like use sounds that are just common in everything right i was even watching she retweeted this thing that um this like lil wayne interview or this like documentary about lil wayne where some relative lil wayne's was even talking about missy's influence on him because like there wasn't 
there weren't people who were even like really making like weird sounds with their mm-hmm. mouth as stupid as that sounds but like car sound effects and like vroom vroom yeah. like that apparently that was very inspiring to Lil Wayne who yeah. is a legendary <laughs> maker of insane sounds with his mouth yes that's so funny um, <laughs> that's how he prefers to be introduced right yeah he did tell me that too <laughs> but yeah I think yeah I also not very conscious of like trends in music overall besides just like to listen to it but yeah I know that she was like a a genre maker you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and even like I was re-watching her videos and even her music videos are like <clears throat> they're her music videos are just like they're not I don't know they're just not regular they're visually they're not really insane really insane they're not like easy they're not predictable it's everything is just very abstract and like she takes kind of songs that like celebrate you know booty shaking and and all this but she like has this artistic twist on it and of course like it's also up to the director she's working with and things like that but I feel like she picks people who have a vision that's not like yeah predictable or or easy and I think it's harder to do sometimes with or it's maybe maybe it's not harder to do but I think I could see why not wanting to do something more intricate is desirable and I wonder if, I mean, I see some really good music videos now, but I wonder if like the pressure to turn around videos quicker, like informs a less creative music video treatment. Oh, I don't yeah. Know. Good point. Just something I think. About. I wasn't allowed to watch music videos growing up, so they're not like a part of my um, understanding of her. I had to like watch them on YouTube later, but wow. I read some interview. I don't remember what song this was for, but the video there's water and there are dancers in water and she was just describing this really insane experience of like having to take a bunch of breaks and like the dancers were like having a really hard time breathing because they had to be submerged at some point and oh like there were like people getting hurt it was like that sounded man if there was a making the video for that I know. um so that's really interesting i wasn't allowed to watch mtv for a very long time oh interesting yeah and um my dad was like kind of he was worse with my sisters but like he was still pretty strict with me um but are you the youngest i am yeah but then my parents like got too old and like some stuff happened and then like i was kind of just like left to my own devices all the time (laughs) and um, i'm the oldest and my youngest sister is 17 so there's a huge age gap between us and now she has access to literally anything she wants there's so much more liberty i feel like it's also harder now to limit access in that way too yeah like uh this is a tangent but my brother-in-law put like a password on our netflix Mm -hmm. because my nieces are still young but then they figured out the password oh my god that's terrifying he eventually just like took off the password and i was like you don't have power anymore um but what i was gonna go back to is um so do you remember the first music video you ever watched or like got your hands Uh on or it was R.I.P. It was a Michael Jackson music video. R.I.P. in so many ways. R.I.P. in, yep. Yeah. Um, I, we don't have to get into that. Yeah. I was, I loved him growing up and um, I had nightmares. I wet my bed for weeks after I saw the Thriller music video because I was so scared that the Thriller, like wolf, you know, when he turns around at the end and his eyes are the wolf. I've never seen it. Oh my God. I know. Okay. Is that nuts? I can't, I like wonder if that's like bad that i haven't seen no, the thriller video. i mean i think it's boomeranged back around to be okay that you okay, haven't cool. seen it amazing given. i also get scared also very easily of yeah. like people in uh face masks and yeah. just like costumes it's that so you <laughs> i wouldn't leave my bed to pee in the night for weeks because oh my i was God. so scared 
I, th- I, I understand that. Mm-hmm. I understand that fear very well. Mm-hmm. And because I've seen like, I think clips of it, you know, played in montages or, or whatever. And I think I, from what I hear, it's like a lauded music video and it's like, really cool because it's kind of like it's is it like a short film kind of sort of thing i do like when music videos do that yeah me too (laughs) there's one that stands out to me and i it might be bump 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 but it's definitely a b2k (laughs) music video (laughs) and it's off the pandemonium album i've learned so many words from music oh good (laughs) pandemonium is one of them that's so funny um and I, i like when there's like a a deeper narrative in them and bump 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 had a deeper narrative yeah, you know, than baby really turn around did. and let me see yeah. sexy body <laughs> we connect on many levels I, I i sense this from you walking by but i cannot see your face turn around oh, um, sure so that i can have confirmation that we you know connect yeah. on on another level um and then in this room <laughs> textured room this is where i feel safe to do my dancing so that's what i got from wow. that video okay <laughs> Also, the the bump up bump video might not be the one that's a short film, but now I hope it is. Yeah, I'm um, gonna go watch. It's a really good song. Um, I think that's like a good pump up song. Yeah. Uh, but so when you were younger and like Michael Jackson, who who else do you like kind of remember? I mean, it sounds like you had a more like stricter household. Mm-hmm. Also, um, so were there any like before getting a car or anything? Were there any artists that made you feel like a little bit? freer or made you feel like you had a moment to yourself to kind yeah. of like enjoy it's a great question I loved the Beach Boys my mom was a big beach but they were like my first concert growing up um most of them were dead but they mm-hmm. were still touring um I did I I had like a number in a school musical when I was in the fourth grade I think where I sang Respect by Aretha Franklin wow and that that song really I like loved you know what? My parents did listen to Aretha Franklin. Yeah. Um, I find sometimes that with conservative, um, and this is from my own familial experience, that they'll like make exceptions for her. pass for like, yeah. Uh, the most talented black artist in the world. Yeah. <laughs> and, and like, it's very, it's like, it's a weird thing of like, okay, that's good that you like this person, but also it's a little bit infuriating because like you're shutting yourself out yeah. to so much else. But I mean, Aretha Franklin would be a good person to sure. <laughs> still, you know, to like and and follow. Yeah. Um, like, share, subscribe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, share, subscribe, comment below mm-hmm. uh, to Aretha Franklin. But Shinovia was on the podcast uh, in the first season and she loved the Beach Boys and she really like connected with, I think, the message of some of their songs feeling like uh, or Brian Wilson, I mm-hmm. guess, like feeling like he wasn't born in the right time yeah. or like that does that ever resonate with you at all oh wow i don't know if i was listening on that deep a level when yeah. i was a child but definitely now knowing what i know about him i think yeah easier to project that back on my listening experience yeah. i think i'm always like yeah very fascinated with how music can like change its shape over time and yeah. how there are certain even like <laughs> this is maybe embarrassing to admit but there's a bleacher song mm-hmm. um and it's called Don't Take the Money. Mm-hmm. And I only just realized that it's about like using love as collateral and like how people kind of like commodify it and, and use it as currency and as a way to like, you know, take advantage of people. And yeah. I was just like walking down the street and I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and it, I mean, I wasn't that I wasn't young when I heard this song. Right. It was maybe like a year ago. And I, you know, maybe you're sometimes you're blinded by like how good a beat is or just like the melodies of something and the lyrics don't resonate. Totally. 
But with that, I was like, oh, this is a message I definitely agree with. How yeah. did it take me so long? So long to hear the words. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I even think that about, uh, you know, Leslie Gore saying, it's my buddy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that song, You Don't Own Me. Mm-hmm. I and love that song. I love that song. But I didn't know she was gay until after she died. And that song has like such a different meaning for me now and is so much more powerful now knowing that she was queer and it's especially funny now to go back and watch concert footage of her and girls just screaming yeah I think she was like out or tried to be out um and I don't know how successful it was but she was like partnered and stuff and I I love knowing that wow. and listening to that song now knowing that about her that's really interesting. I wonder, because, I mean, speaking of, like, scenes in movies with music, like, in First Wives Club, <laughs> when they, like, I wonder if the music supervisors knew that, um, because that was a different time, and, but I, I, I think I like it more that it came from a queer artist and it was used in that context in yeah. that movie, and so, but when you had initially heard it, was it just, like, a general just sort of on an oldie station, yeah. Yeah. Wow. And I'm trying to think if there are any other songs that, like... I I don't know. Sometimes it takes me a while to like look up the history of people. Yeah. And usually <laughs> I just recently started getting into uh, Wikipediaing. <laughs> oh wow. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Which is a very loaded sentence. It's a beautiful website. It is a beautiful website. They they're constantly in need of money. <laughs> Always. And just throw them two bucks. Yeah. I think I might have to because everyone's on I Wikipedia really all the it. time. Yeah. I really use it a lot. I've donated to them before. Really? That's really sweet. I'm glad somebody has. I every time I see it I'm like I I don't know. Yeah. But I think I should. I don't know. It's just because I feel like I've used it so much as a quick reference throughout my life that it feels shitty not to give a little bit of money to something that's like been really useful. Yeah. Yeah. You just learn like even like a baseline knowledge of something like whether it I think what scares me is that like we you don't really know if it's legitimate. I'm sure I have learned a lot of misinformation. (laughs) But you can also tell when something is like written from a specific point of view too yes oh my god the writing is sometimes academic on there and then sometimes like this person came in here and wrote them yes wrote it themselves or like someone's friend wrote it yeah <laughs> and it's just like a whole yeah. however the next day yeah yeah <laughs> and then they took my pen right and then uh they and their friend samuel didn't speak for three years mm-hmm. or, i don't know but uh yeah so i just recently started getting into it and and I was trying to do this like writing exercise. This story is not really going anywhere in particular. It's just an example of that I I recently started researching bands. But I've like, I haven't learned anything momentous. I think my favorite fact, I've probably shared it on the podcast before, uh, is that this Dominican rapper, uh, Melly, Mm -hmm. is she's like a rapper singer, but her mentor is. the like front man of the blue oyster cult that's so crazy yeah <laughs> what yeah she like they met she met him he was i think a teacher at her her school her art school and he just became like her mentor i love that and like it's just so crazy that's, like, the more cowbell band right um i'm not sure i think i associate them with like like metal and like oh. hardcore stuff wow I might be thinking of the wrong. Should I'm gonna we Wikipedia play a song. it right now. I'm gonna I'm gonna Spotify it. Okay. I know. I know. I don't want to make you feel unsafe. I'm but really. I'm gonna Spotify I feel really it. unsafe in this space <laughs> right now. Okay. We're we're gonna play "Burning for You." Yeah. This is the more cowbell wow, sketch band. This is beautiful. Also, I have to yeah. listen to Blue Oyster Cult. 
Okay. I don't know how what our clearance yeah. <laughs> rules are, but I mean, we're going to watch a music video later, so yeah. it doesn't really matter. Well, who knows the rights on that? You're yeah. going to watch it and be like, what is this? I'm really excited. Um, I don't know what it is still. Okay, great. Um, yeah, that's her mentor, which I think is so fascinating and cool. Um, and that's one thing that I learned from Wikipedia. Yeah. Um, I think that song from the Cowbell sketches, Don't Fear the Reaper, maybe. Don't Fear the Reaper. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to have to actually see. That's like what I do. I, I like learn a fact and then I'm like, yeah, I could research this other person. And then I'm like, no, I'm just going to like sit with this fact for the rest I of my life. I think that's because otherwise the Internet has made it that it's possible to know all things, but then not be an expert at anything. Mm-hmm. So I think I just prefer to have my one weird like wheelhouse yeah. thing and then just throw it out yeah. whenever, yeah. you know, it's called for. And that's why I brought it up 80 million times. I love that. Podcast. <laughs> I need to learn new facts so that I can share them on this podcast. There was a while when I was I was doing a lot of reading about old dirty bastard on Wikipedia for some reason, and really? he was once arrested in a McDonald's parking lot, and that is something I learned from Wikipedia. Wow, and I think um, that does make sense and that for does track for him dirty, yeah. and his and his journey. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's this rapper that I was looking up yesterday, Playboy Cardi. Mm-hmm. And he, I feel like I'm trying to understand the like allure around him because there are people I know who like really love him. And, um, I like his music a lot, but I think, um, he works with this producer Pierre Bourne a lot. And I think they're a really good match, but a lot of the songs can kind of blend into one another. And so I'm just like trying to understand. And I was reading the Wikipedia and I'm like, okay, I'm reading cool things, cool things. And then it's like, yeah, he was arrested for like like assaulting somebody or something else and I was like can I know can it's really like hard one. with these men it's really hard I was reading something about fabulous oh uh, yeah genuine like all of these people yeah. have assault charges yeah of course against women yes and is and that's my thing with like even like I know he's he's not alive anymore but like xxx tentacion oh, yeah. like I didn't really get into him when he was alive because yeah, I knew of the charges and I just like, I don't know, the whole separating the art from the artist, I think like, I think also people make exceptions and I probably have too for specific people, but like if someone hasn't really been around for that long and they've right. already had this it's like, like horrible. No, there are too many talented people out there yeah. that I could be giving my streams to. Exactly. And I think that's where I'm just like. And it always comes at the expense of black women. Like yeah. it's not, it's that's just how our culture is Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that's a really good observation to make and so it is very frustrating but i was just like of course the the wikipedia hole that i've chosen to go down to today (laughs) has just ended here um but that's i didn't do a lot of wikipedia yesterday i am trying to figure out this is not music related but i am trying to figure out why a dude ranch is called a dude ranch oh yeah let me know when you find out (laughs) thank you (laughs) because uh my father used to take us to them uh sometimes while other kids were going to florida we were going to dude ranches Um, where one was in one was called pine grove i'm not sure if that was still in new york okay and then another was called golden acres and it was definitely for orthodox jews and i'm not sure why we went wow we were never in our lives orthodox or particularly conservative i don't i associate dude ranch with like western aesthetics not an orthodox jewish situation Mm -hmm. i don't think dude ranch was in their title okay but that's like how my dad would refer to them because so a dude ranch is like a (laughs) it's a like a ranch that's turned into a tourist vacation oh okay but there's no wikipedia page for it and 
I just, I don't you know why You have to do called. some sociological research. Yeah. Uh, is it because like the men would ride the horses? That can't be, I can't be that easy. I can't, no. That seems so lame. Yeah. It's like, that's what you guys landed on? So I'm on a quest okay. now. Um, I might actually have to get like a hard copy of yeah. an encyclopedia. Godspeed. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, I'm excited for mm-hmm. what's ahead. <laughs> um, they were actually, I think, have you ever been like... I've been on some family vacations where like I went to DR with my mom and uh, her friend from there and her friend was like, let's go stay at a resort for a night. And so we went to one and like, I feel like the resort culture of like having these performances on is like so strange a little bit. Like it's always a cover band. Yeah. Usually. And then I don't know. I think I'm also trying to grasp like I'm not a resort person. I don't really find it particularly exciting, but I don't know. Have you been on family vacations where you've seen like strange performances? Yeah, I'm trying to remember the name of the duo. It was a married duo. My family went to Orlando a couple years ago to do the whole like universal thing for the first time. Wow. It was Christmas 2015 and um it was like Tim and Sue. It was some married duo that was leading the karaoke night and then also singing a couple covers, if mm-hmm. I remember correctly. They both had braces. Oh and my were God, wearing, I love them. Uh, like Hawaiian shirts. Oh. Um, and my family gets, uh, I would call it obnoxious at a karaoke night when we're all together. There's like an energy that um, can be a little overpowering. And so at one point we were like doing crowd work and stuff. And I think we lost. Tim and Sue they were like initially very excited to have like people were coming back for more mm-hmm. more hits and then they started being like okay well why don't we let other people have it a try yeah <laughs> like, okay you've had enough yeah um <laughs> wow Tim and Sue I I I'm gonna send you a, I have a photo in my camera roll but I don't want to look at it right now yeah. but their whole aesthetic was really uh really great oh my god I just the idea of a couple a couple embraces really yeah. that that's it for me I'm right done. I'm that's just, i'm on board mm-hmm. um and in hawaiian shirts uh-huh. is, my dad loves hawaiian shirts so that's i just like think of like a, a middle-aged person i think yeah. oh yes <laughs> they very much middle-aged but not creating original music which i also am like oh that's so interesting yeah the phenomenon of cover bands is mm-hmm. very interesting to me i wonder if it's like i don't know Maybe you're like, I do love music, but because I guess you can love music and not feel not like be you're driven to. Yeah. To do something yeah. major or like feel like you like songwriting itself. Yeah. And you're like, these songs are already created. I already like this band. That I'm is very fair. Do that. But I don't know where I like land on it. There are some covers that I do genuinely really love. Like um, there's this Nashville cover of Boom Boom Clap, the Charlie XCX oh song. Oh my God. And it is I'm not exaggerating. One of the most beautiful covers I've ever heard wow. in my entire life. It's the two, like, I only watched a few episodes of Nashville, but it's the two little girls on the show mm-hmm. and they like perform it together and they have this like, and it kind of starts like acapella, I mm-hmm. think. And then I think the instruments come in. I haven't heard it in a while, but it's just like so soothing and nice. Yeah. And they have very folksy kind of like voices. That's the only cover that really stands out to me. I haven't watched season two of Shrill yet but someone Sandy Honig I think just posted a clip that um Peter, Peter Smith mm-hmm. who's a New York performer was in and they sang a cover of God Only Now God Only Knows the Beach Boys song and it and without context in this clip their voice is just so beautiful and it was so 
evocative. It really made me cry. Oh my. So it was in season two. Yeah, of sorry, Shrill. season two of Shrill. Okay. Um, so that hasn't dropped yet, though, has it? Oh, I don't know. I think it maybe just came out. Okay. All right. I'll have to. I did like season one. Um, that's. I think I can imagine that being like a really beautiful cover, even though I don't yeah. know. Like, it's very like loungy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just the the original song itself is also very like. I think the Beach Boys does like this thing of where they have very relaxing music but the message is a lot heavier sometimes and so i can see that like lending itself to a nice cover um so i'm gonna have to check that out there is another actually another cover that i really like it's a carly ray jepson cover and i think it's run away with me but Mm -hmm. it's i don't remember the the people that sing it are people i don't really know or follow might be like peter leland or something but it's also it's very like whimsical and yeah like very atmospheric like you kind of feel like you are holding hands with somebody and running away oh. with them when you listen to it instead of like dancing in a in a club that's nice yeah it's i i definitely recommend it dan moore who's a ucb comedian has introduced me to this terrible youtube world of um <laughs> everything you're saying is very expected yeah. for dan uh this like girl, I fuck. I wish I could remember her name. She does. She covers almost exclusively. She's a white girl. Exclusively covers <laughs> songs by black artists and makes them like poppy and like more oh, no. like palatable. And she has millions of subscribers. And the oh, no. music videos are all so hack and terrible. I'm gonna have oh, to message you so that you Please. can like post it in the in the notes of the episode so people can. No, don't give her more views. But I will. Well, tell you who she is. I want it. Yeah, I want to see it. It's and like then, a great hate watch. Yeah, I. This reminds me of like Carmen. Do you remember Carmen? Yes. Oh my god. Who went through like a, a where is she now? <sighs> if we want to go down this hole, so I I've hated Carmen oh ever since she like came out with the like. I just don't what ever want to watch original viral thing. It was look at me now. Yes. Oh, I never want to watch a white woman rap cover Buster Rhymes. Yes. Kill me. No. No, no, or Chris, like oh, anything, yeah. anything, and so I, oh, yeah, I hated fuck. her. I blacked, I blacked out that that is Chris Brown's song. Yeah, I really, he's another one that I really used to love. Uh huh. He's oh. also from Virginia. It felt Sad. like a like a huge, you know. I mean, obviously, what he did was so unspeakably horrible, but like, I felt like a huge betrayal mm-hmm. too as a fan. He went to co- um, he went to high school with my first girlfriend. Oh my god! Yeah, in Tappahannock, Virginia. <gasps> yeah, I'm and a he always used to talk about yeah. Wow. Sad. Yeah, it is really sad because he he's also like he is very talented, but at this point it's like everybody knows you can't dad. support your ass. Yeah. Um. So she Carmen is has completely rebranded herself. She's like a white woman from Kansas, and she's <laughs> married, and she's like in her maybe either late thirties or early forties. Oh, I'm not entirely sure. I can double check, but I'm not gonna. Um, uh, everyone will have to figure it <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah, fact their check own. your own. Fact check your own ass. If <laughs> I you really need this. should. Every time I say something, I'm like, mm, that's probably wrong. No. Um, <laughs> Listeners have phones. <laughs> yeah, they can fact check me. Um, so she has rebranded herself. She looks like a Kardashian now. Um, like lip fillers, slick long black weaves. Um, she's making like r&b hip-hop songs now um yeah and i her she goes by the name of queen herbie it's spelt q v e e n h e r b y (laughs) (laughs) why i could not tell you queen herb uh, herb in new york slang is a loser right um 
I don't understand it. Maybe I, it's, is it like a weed thing? Like maybe. But I'm like, me. you don't. That's not your lifestyle. So no. I, and I don't. If it is, I don't believe it. Yeah, like I don't believe it. Oh, everything about her is um, completely so, manicured and manufactured. Yes insanely inauthentic um and i discovered this because i was completely duped and this song of hers came on on like a discover weekly or some like playlist like that's automatically um like made by the algorithms on my spotify and shame on you spotify for real propagating this and bringing it into my life the song is like okay oh no but it's like of course it's okay because you probably worked with like a good producer and your voice isn't terrible it's just like everything that you seem to stand for is so repulsive and yeah i mean you should look at her instagram if you want a hate scroll Um, okay i love to hate scroll i'm gonna look at it the second i get off this mic it's it's really something it's it's like the absolute like like prank of the century because you compare a photo of what she looked like back when she was doing those cover videos with mm-hmm. her husband and I don't know why husband is so appalling in this sense but it's just, I'm just like you you have a real like serious life yeah it seems like you're too late to be kind of like questioning a SoundCloud and, singer yeah. yeah it's so strange I, I just don't like it at all um and Damn. I feel very uh, vindicated for having talking talking about that yeah having talked about that okay on good me too thank you the um, world needed to know that she's still up to her old fucking tricks. She re- she absolutely <laughs> oh my is. God. She absolutely is. And I'm like, when I first realized this, I was at work and I was just like, who can, who can I, I talk, talk to, to about this? I know. And I, I like just, there's so many times where I'm just like looking around like anybody. Does anyone else see this? And no, but nobody. Mm-hmm. And I, I think like maybe people just don't care enough about her, which is also kind of comforting. But I'm like, I hate that this even like kind of worked. I know. And... And I hate that like some of the music is good, and but I don't listen to it because I just don't. I can't. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't make me feel good. I can't as a person. support her lifestyle. I cannot. Um, but so we have arrived at the portion where we watch a music video. Oh my god, I'm so excited! Do you want to say anything before we play the video? Well, I just yeah. For some context, this is um, a solo effort by Keely Williams of Three LW. <gasps> um, oh my god! I don't remember the year that it came out, but it was one of those things where I couldn't stop watching it or thinking about it or talking about it for months. (laughs) And then now, anytime I have the chance to introduce someone to it, I do. Okay. Keep in mind that she went from Cheetah Girls, like wholesome, to what you're about to see. Okay. Let me make sure. Which was a problem for her fans. They didn't like it. No. And this is called Spectacular. It's called Spectacular. Okay. We'll do that. Okay, she's getting ready in the mirror. Yeah, we're getting ready for a night out. I'm going to make it up. Okay, was that a corkboard with, okay, candles? It seems like she lives in disarray. Yeah, I think the official music video has been pulled down. <gasps> and it used to be only available on Daily Motion. You remember Daily yes. Motion? Yes. <laughs> Uh, so this is like somebody um, stripped it and then re-uploaded it. So it's very uh, grainy. Okay, but she's w- wearing a very scantily mm-hmm. clad. Wow. So, okay, she's. This is like electro Euro mm-hmm. <laughs> um, pop, I think. Twerking I th- against a brick wall. Um, in glittery booty shorts and doing shots, ripping is- shots at a club. 
very with different from a very Vin frightening Diesel. looking man <laughs> yeah this seems like a scene from the movie triple x mm-hmm. uh, with vin diesel i think <laughs> even though i'm not sure of his name he could get it again if he wanted yes he definitely okay the sex was spectacular and um good for you uh and she's doing a very, a very intricate dance routine over here. Yeah, and sort of sequined top and bottom yeah. against a brick wall with barbed wire S- above it. Several times during the day. Yeah. Like, she had to leave and come back. And she had to leave, leave and come and back, or they were just like, let's just wait until daylight transitions <laughs> into night, and then you can do this again, Keely. It seems like she was wearing a steady cam. Wait, were those two naked? Bo- oh, that's yeah. the man, yeah. butt naked above the, the sheets. The man's ass is out. <laughs> He's laying on top of the sheets. He looks dead. We're also missing all the lyrics, which are completely (laughs) disgusting. I think he pulled a track out while he was blowing my back out. (gasps) (laughs) Again, Cheetah Cheetah Girls fans did not love this. Oh my God. It's so hard to talk. She's wearing a steady cam. (laughs) What? (laughs) It's impossible to describe that shot. Oh my god, I cannot breathe. We're just slow the motion. The editing is so, it's so weird. crazy. <laughs> it's like a photo montage within a video. Within but, the sex act. But it's like, also, who was taking these photos while you were having Great sex? Great question. I'm unconvinced that she did not kill this man when they were having sex. I know. Yeah, we never do see him again. And, and okay, so she's walking, walking and there are and women. Walking and still have handcuffs dangling off of her. She killed this man. She killed this man and her friends just broke her out of prison. Wow. <laughs> and I hope, I hope he, he used, used a rubber. rubber. I'm going to be in trouble. <laughs> Keely! I love that the signs for the supermarket are still yeah. up. <laughs> and now she's prowling. She's looking for a new man. <gasps> and he was with somebody. And then the woman slaps him. She is, she's a serial killer I think in this right. video. I- I think she... Oh, that was an aggressive dance move. Yeah. Like a different kind of hip thrusting than I had ever seen. I cannot believe I have never seen this before. It's one of my favorite things. Thank you for bringing this into my life. <laughs> this photo montage is crazy. She did have to release an apology video. <gasps> What was the apology video? It was her. It's been since taken down, but the apology, <laughs> I think the text is in the notes of this YouTube okay. link. So we'll we have can... to check the com- Yeah, that area, the notes section. She I... was sitting in front of a white wall with um, butterflies taped onto it. I know because I once Skyped with a friend who recreated this setup for when we Skyped. <laughs> and they were just having a normal conversation. Oh, and it just fades out. Yeah. Wow, Keely, nine lives entertainment. Not even a director credit. No. Wow. I mean, there might have been in the official video, but this has been yes, you know, taken off the it. internet and then put up again so many times. Oh my God. Um. Okay. So, if you want to read the text, yes. Okay. Uh, this is the apology that she this issued is, yeah. after. Attention. I am an actress and performer. I've been so since my first role in a television pilot at five years old. I played a character when I was a Cheetah Girl. I am playing a character in the music video for the song Spectacular, as I did in the Cheetah Girl movies. The fact is that sometimes women get intoxicated and have unprotected sex. (laughs) My video puts this issue front and center. Oh my god, will I get through this? It is absurd to infer or suggest that I am condoning this behavior. Are Lady Gaga and Beyonce advocating murder with a telephone? 
<laughs> of course not. Was Rihanna encouraging suicide with Russian roulette? No. Was Madonna suggesting that young unmarried girls get pregnant with Papa Don't Preach? I don't think so. Is Academy Award winner Monique a proponent of incest because her portrayal of Mary in the movie Precious? Clearly the answer is no. I wrote Spectacular and made the video to bring attention to a serious women's health and safety issue. Don't shoot the messenger. <laughs> So this this is like her backpedaling really hard yeah. after people were like, you were famous comment. for a children's television show. Yeah. The first first comment. comment is, what the fuck is this? <laughs> oh my goodness. Wait, the comments. <laughs> they really couldn't find a better looking dude. <laughs> Listeners, you must watch this music video because you will understand that commenter is correct. The dude they picked for her to have the quote unquote spectacular sex with is a hideous is uh, like he honestly and i don't like disparaging people's looks but i i wouldn't have cast him sure um ha 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 this is the funniest thing i have ever seen the replay of the man's <laughs> flying back his bare bum on the bed as keely searches for her leopard print bra and the best part her little stumble as she gets out of the bed whenever i need a good laugh i put this video on i share it with friends <laughs> whenever anyone says the word spectacular in the house it must be echoed at least three times this is sure to be a cult class that's what i don't understand is that it didn't i mean i have exclusively now sick in the head comedy friends who would love this kind of thing and nobody knows about it and so it's always a real treat to I introduce like it to people. I feel like we have to share this with more people. Yeah. <laughs> was the sex. Wow. I, is the man white? I don't think so. Okay. I couldn't tell. Um, dimly lit area. Right. Yeah. And with yeah. dreads you never know anymore because white people do whatever they want. But That's true. <laughs> um, so, okay. We are nearing the end. Mm, but and I don't think I told you this ahead of time, which like maybe I should. But so I always like to ask a question at the end. Um, what song would you want played at your funeral? Oh, my God. And I didn't give you a heads up about this. My bad. I'm very sorry. So you don't have to answer it. But if you do want to answer it, you can. Wow. I think because I was just. Um, just thinking about it. I mean, this is like maybe a joke answer, but I really love bomb intro past the Dutch. And I think, I think um, it would make people laugh, which is something I would want. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I love the idea of, you know, a song with like horse whinny sound effects in it <laughs> being played at my funeral. I think that would be really um, powerful. Yeah, mm -hmm. I like that choice. I think it's also true to like the artists you love. Mm -hmm. I think it's a good choice. And mine is like big old freak. So I think it could truly be anything oh, you great. want it to. I love that. It's about the, the mood of the funeral. <laughs> it's about the mood of the funeral. And I want my funeral know. to be a party. Yeah, that's how I feel. Um, I think that's a great choice. Thank you. Great job, Kelly. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having it was me. A pleasure. Thank you for bringing this into my life, this video. I'm so um, glad you were receptive to it. Always. You always. have to be in the right headspace to receive it. If there's ever an insane music video, I'm your gal. Okay, that's, good. You know, and that's an evergreen statement. <laughs> okay, good. Thank you. All right. Thank you guys for listening. Bye-bye. Bye. The Bop Pod. A podcast for the stance.